and in life? Find aces within yourself. Authenticity. I am authentic. Choices. I choose to explore authenticity. Empowerment. I am empowered by authentic choice. Success. I successfully observe my empowered choice of authenticity. Realize that you are a winning hand. March 11th and 12th at Barclays North Training Center in Everett. Space is limited. Contact Brenda B. Sheen at inqmind.com or call toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Get into the mix in 2006, realizing you're a winning hand. Join world-famous shaman and healer Brent Secunda for a special weekend seminar February 24th through the 26th in Seattle. Take part in this extraordinary opportunity to experience shamanism, healing, and ceremonial celebration that explores the Weechul India tradition with a featured slide presentation of renowned shaman Don Jose Matsua. Rich mythology and incredible visionary artwork bring rejuvenation and balance to your life. Heal your body, heart, and spirit through ancient shamanic techniques. Join Brandt on February 24th through the 26th in Seattle. Dr. Pat's listeners will receive a 10% discount to the event. Call 831-475-9560 or email info at shamanism.com for more information. This is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call Bobby at 206-550-6316. That's 206-550-6316. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Yep, this is, guess what? The Dr. Pat Show. In case you've forgotten. <laughs> makes me smile I know, it makes morning. you smile every time I do that. I know. I know, because I'm getting training now. Two years on the radio, and someone decided that I needed to get training. That's only like three years. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Time flies when you're just having, you know, having a blast. Rules of fun. <laughs> you're just rocking your way into the heavens, That's don't right. you think? Yes, ma'am. Wow. You know, how's Mr. B today? Mr. B's good. Mr. B. Had a relaxing weekend. I got two B's today on the show. Do you do. I do. You do. Do. You're Mr. B, Benny. Yes. But then I've got, I've got the big Mr. B. The Brant man. I got the Brant. What a show, folks! Oh boy. Ooh, a lot of people are waiting for this one. I'm telling you, the, today's show is uh, wow. It's going to blow you away. Um, with me, I have, of course, little B, little B, Benny, doing the show, and I have Brant Segunda now. You're going to hear a lot about that name. You're going to hear that name throughout the show. You're going to hear about his journey 
his gift and the teachings that he is bringing to the Seattle area. And I want to say right out of the gate, you know, Brant is a shaman, healer, and ceremonial leader. And uh, we're going to talk about what all of that means in the tradition of the Huichol Indian uh, tribe. And we'll be talking about how important it is. Cannot emphasize this enough. How important it is in today's world to understand the role that each and every one of us play in the healing process and we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about the upcoming event but um, for the moment what I'd like to leave you with is this amazing journey that uh, Brant has been on started when he uh, took a little trip and he'll tell you a little bit about that and uh, the way of the wisdom the way of the earth the way of the fire and all of that which speaks to us guides us in ways that we could never ever have determined for ourselves and where we go is this place where we get to decide is this what i want to do do i want to give my gift back to the world do i want myself to be a vessel for teaching others the powerful powerful healing of you know shamanism and so brand thank you so much for joining the show today my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Well, you know, you're coming to Seattle, and we're going to talk more about that because you have a very, very special event uh, coming up the 24th through the 26th. Right. This weekend. Yes, this weekend. And uh, and what I want to cover today, and hopefully, um, you know, this is something that I believe is very important, is to talk specifically about shamanism, uh, about the Huichol Indians, and also about how the, the role of shamanism, uh, how important it is in today in healing the planet. So thank you so much for joining the show today. But before we get started, there's a question that I ask everybody, everyone that I've ever interviewed, and it goes, it goes like this. You know, here you are, you're traveling all around, across the world. You have been uh, handed this enormous responsibility uh, to take these teachings out into the world and carry on the tradition, and you've been at this for a while, so the question I would have to ask you is, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Um, well, that's a good question, but I would say the obstacles would be just to be a bridge between the world of the Weechos who are living in a very remote area of central western Mexico, and they live without electricity, without running water, and in a very beautiful and pristine area, and to bring teaching from a a group, an indigenous group, to people in the modern world. But at the same time, it's so many of the teachings are applicable just as much here in the modern world as they are in Wicho land. So that's partly what I try to do is to make that bridge for people. But that's probably, you know, the hardest. The other one I would just say is, you know, to teach people different ways to think in the modern world. And so sometimes 
that is an obstacle. But I haven't felt too many obstacles. I mean, there's problems no matter where you are, I guess, or uh, challenges, whether you're in the Indian village or whether you're here in the modern world. People, all peoples have to deal with things like fear or jealousy and things like that. So I try to work with people in those ways to help I guess you would say purify their hearts in a in a very real way. Yes. But I don't know if that answers your question exactly. Well, thank but, you. I want to thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. I mean, you know, uh, what we're talking about is, you know, presenting um, a, a tradition to people so that they can, I love your term, purify their hearts. Now, you know, along the way, uh, one would ask, how have you been, you know, how did this journey happen for you? I mean, did you just wake up one day and find yourself, uh, you know, in a village uh with people committed to teaching you their tradition well a little bit like that it was a it was an incredible journey i graduated high school in 1970 and then a few days later i turned 18 and then i left my parents house here in america and i just was drawn to going to mexico and so many of my friends you know were going to the university and they had different ways that they were going, but I just felt as if I was just being drawn to Mexico. And so I went to Mexico, and I wound up in a town called Ixtlan, which has now been made famous by one of Castaneda's books, Journey to Ixtlan. And so there I, I met a young Weichol school teacher who the government had trained as a school teacher to go back up in the village or different villages to teach the Weichols basic math and uh, in, uh, writing Spanish and so he befriended me and he told me he would write me a, a letter of introduction which would serve as a passport in Weichol land because the the place where the Weichols live is is you might say private you know it's not open for tourism and even the mexican people there are not allowed up and to where the huichos live it's it's their own part of the sierra madre mountains so i went up in the mountains there with this letter of introduction and it was a five-day walk and on the third day of my walk i became completely lost and d i was dehydrated and was suffering from from sun exposure and probably heat exhaustion and I went unconscious and the next thing I knew Indians were standing over me sprinkling water on my face and and telling me to wake up and that the old shaman of their village had had a dream about me two days earlier and they were there to to rescue me and take me back to their village and so I went, went back to their village and then Soon after, I was taken to Don Jose Matsua, who adopted me as his grandson and put me through a 12-year apprenticeship. So that's everything in a nutshell, I guess, mm. how I first got there. And for me, it's an amazing story because, you know, you can read about that people can dream. or there's, When you read about mystical events, it's somewhat abstract still. But when it happens to you directly, then from that moment on, no one could ever, 
you know, say, oh, you can't dream of future events, or you can't have prophetic dreams and so forth. So that's how I got to the Wheat Shows. And then Don Jose, he put me through a 12-year apprenticeship, which began uh, in a very beautiful cave. He put me into the cave for a number of days without food or water. And he said, if you die, the apprenticeship is over. (laughs) (laughs) Which shows you know how they use humor as well to Uh inspire you. Yeah, clearly the apprenticeship is over. But obviously that did not happen. No, thank God. That did not happen. And and I agree with you. I mean, it's... And it's hard. Don't you find it's hard, at least I do, to explain to others who are curious what what the experiences are like. I remember when I went on my first uh, vision quest and, um, you know, was taken out into the high deserts in California. And I, I was taken out there and out there for 10 days. And exactly like you've described, when I got back, people wanted to know the details, what happened. And it it's very difficult to explain or to talk about that experience, but I've gotten pretty good at making stuff up. <laughs> but don't you find that, you know, once you go to that place where you have an experience, whether it's having a turkey vulture take you out of the desert, you know, because you're absolutely lost, or seeing things into the future, that your life is forever changed. Yes, that's, and my life was forever changed by meeting the Weecholes like that. It just changed me forever, and I knew there was something there that I wanted to explore and experience for myself. And, you know, to go into that cave for all those days without food or water really opened me up to the possibilities that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just shifted my whole model of reality. And isn't that part of your message now? Isn't that part of your message to you know, invite people to have that that knowing that anything is possible? Yeah, yeah, that's what we try to talk about in the programs that we teach and the experiential programs and the, even in the lectures. You know, I talk. I just was speaking with many doctors in Ohio, in Cleveland, and. There, I was also just trying to explain that there are many different realities that are coexisting simultaneously and that anything is possible. You know, one of the things that um, that I, I've heard that you've said is that um, the central point or one of the central points to this healing tradition is the idea, the belief that we must heal and honor the Mother Earth who is you? Who is viewed as a living, conscious organism? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Weechos in their own language are actually called Vedarika, and that means the healers or the healing people. And so that gives you an idea that their main focus in life is on health and healing, but not only personal healing, but planetary healing. And so they see themselves, or they see all of us, all people as being responsible for nurturing the earth, for caring for the earth with our actions, with our good thoughts, with our prayers. And then, of course, the Weechos perform many ceremonies throughout the year for the four seasons and like that, for planting, for harvesting. 
And so we say that we're responsible as human beings to care for the earth. So this is a lot of the things that we talk about at our programs. And the Weechos also, what I try to bring from the Weechos is, is the idea that healing is not only about personal healing, but it's about healing our communities, our families, and like you just mentioned, healing Mother Earth, working for the well-being of Mother Earth so that we don't see ourselves as isolated, but rather connected to all of creation. And that's what I think happened with the advent of the Industrial Revolution, and people just forgot their connection to the beautiful spiritual world of nature, mm -hmm. and they they just focused on on another reality, you might say, and just saw a river as a place to dump garbage into instead of seeing the river as something sacred or a lake mm. as something beautiful and sacred and holy. And so these are things that we try to rekindle and, and also what I teach at the seminars that we have is how to approach a place a sacred place. How can we in the modern world go to a sacred place and empower that place as well as empowering ourselves and our families and our communities? So these are these are things that I feel are important and this is what I try to bring to people. You know, Brent, there's one of the things that I love about the work that you do and I really think it's worth talking about because um you know, I, I believe that uh, one of the things that you've said in talking about shamanism, and, and this would be a good time to explain what shamanism is and what it isn't, is that this is not something that one does, you know, when they're in pain or maybe once a year around tax return time, you know, <laughs> or if, you know, you're going through a drought spell and you think you need a little rain, or if you're in Seattle, you think you're getting a lot of rain and you think you'd like, I mean... This is a, a daily, this is something daily. This is a daily practice, isn't it? It is, it is. And I thought of this story now when um, when you were talking like that. I asked Don Jose when I met him, Grandfather, can you make it rain? He said, definitely. I have certain songs that we sing. And, and I was really impressed because I had seen the same movies you've seen with this, a drought and then the sky opening up. And, and so he said, for sure, I can make it rain. And then he twinkled and he said, but I'm not dumb. I wait until the rainy season before I sing those songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you want to work in harmony and in balance with your environment. And this is what shamanism is all about. It's more of a way of life than anything. You know, just living in harmony and in balance with your world, with with your environment. And it also has to do with trying to connect with the world of nature and with sunrise or with mm. sunset or with the midday, with midnight, just being in tune with your world. And, and so you don't wait, like you said, for certain times of the year, but you try to do this each and every 
day or even each and every moment of your life. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's exactly like the connection that, like you talk about, the you know, the power of the animals, the winged ones, the minerals, the plants, everything on the earth. Right. And, you know, it's hard for us to be connected, right? Listen, here's the theory. Tell me what you think about this. Isn't it hard for us to be connected when we know on one hand that what we do on a daily basis really brings tears to the eyes of Mother Earth? Yes. So that's why it's up to us to be seeds for change. You know, I, I, tape, I tell people, we might not change the world today, but at least we can be a part of the healing process that will help bring about change and will help bring healing to this beautiful world because the Earth is a very beautiful place and all the astronauts who have ever gone up in the sky always commented how beautiful Mother Earth really and truly is. And so I think it's up to us to really recognize that truth, really, how beautiful the earth is, and to take responsibility through whether it be through prayers or ceremony or sacred dances, which are all things that we do. But there are many different, I guess, modalities that can have the same effect. But I think what is important is to do these things, even if, you know, there, there has been so much done to the earth which is, is isn't so good but I think that we can do many good things still and I have a positive outlook that I think we can really bring about positive change and that's what I tell people we're like seeds for change and part of the healing process so when we make a, a ceremony for the earth or for the season of winter like we'll do in, in Seattle now this this will be hopefully something good for the community of Seattle, whether people are at the workshop or not. Well, I mean, it's it's part of the integration. I was I was at a lecture yesterday, and um, the speaker said, you know, this is not something that you do every minute. You know, or that you feel like you're in discomfort, or that you do maybe when you're at you know the bottom, you're feeling like you're in the bottom of the you know the pit. And you want to drag yourself out. What you're talking about is creating a consciousness, uh, a practice that each and every one of us gets to do on a daily basis and throughout the day. And so your upcoming workshop will help people uh, learn to be more aware of the connection that we have to the earth and sky. And to actually experience that. Yeah, we'll be teaching like how to tell your dreams to grandfather fire mm. and how that you can do that even if for a few minutes in the morning before people go to work or before they have their responsibilities as modern people but they can do this exercise that's thousands of years old and 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 use it to empower themselves or we'll teach people how to give away negativity or different aspects of negativity that Donald Zay used to say isn't really who we are anyway. It's really, as we say, it is not the truth of us <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to take a, a break right now and when we come back, we're going to be talking uh, to Brant Segundo. We're going to be talking about the Huicho Indians and their traditions, about the upcoming workshop, and about three things that Brant does to kick off his day. So I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Little B and Big B, I guess. Yeah, that's right. That's We're it. all here. There, everybody's here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Your emotional blocks come in a way of what you want to achieve. Emotions are sensations in the body, right? Now sensations are vibrations of particles, or in essence, movement of energy. Attend the upcoming Life Bliss program, a revolutionary meditation workshop cognized by Paramahamsa Nityananda to fully realize your potential and take steps towards reaching your high energy or blissful state. For more information, visit seattle.lifeblissprogram.org or call 425-246-1247. The Dr. Pat Show is offering you a chance to have an hour-long personal reading with Pepper Lewis and Gaia. To enter the drawing for this reading, simply purchase your ticket to one of Pepper's events, Everett, on Saturday, March 25th, or Tacoma on Sunday, March 26th. Purchase your ticket before March 10th, and your name will be entered into the drawing to be drawn live on the show on March 16th. To purchase your event tickets or sign up for private readings, call 425-398-8011. That's 425-398-8011. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Money with Max with author and coach Maxine Heinemann is an hour of looking at the fundamental relationship that we have with wealth. Once a month, we'll take a look at what it takes for you to bridge the divide between the heart and the mind to attract, create, and maintain wealth in all levels of your life. Visit www.thenakedmillionaire.com or email Maxine at maxine at thenakedmillionaire.com to live life and prosper. In today's climate of escalating religious tension, an increasing number of Americans consider themselves spiritual but not religious. But where is a spiritual seeker to turn if not to a church, mosque, or temple? An answer and many new questions lie in the award-winning book, God Without Religion, by ascetic and mystic Shankara Charanam. God Without Religion offers a groundbreaking bridge between organized religion and personal spirituality. For more information about Shankara and God Without Religion, please visit the website, godwithoutreligion.com. That's godwithoutreligion.com. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you want to take the worry out of it and work with a professional from REMAX Champions. After all, REMAX sells more real estate than any other. Serving all of Western Washington, REMAX Champions alone sold over $100 million this past year. Call Dennis Sikowski at 888-62-DREAM. That's 888-62-DREAM for a friendly, candid, and professional conversation about your real estate needs. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with an amazing individual, Brant Segunda. He is a shaman, healer, and ceremonial leader in the Wicho Indian tradition. And by the way, just in case you're wondering, uh, th this, the, the Wicho have no history of war. 
just want you all to know that there's no history of war. Rather than train for war, what they do is they train their hearts to open to the healing powers of love and to the celebrations of life through the seasons. And Brant has been chosen to carry on that tradition. And, you know, uh, Don Jose said to you, right, I leave you in my place. Tell your people to pray and follow the deer all the way to their hearts. Yes. What does that mean, Brant? Well, it, it meant basically the deer is the symbol for what we would call in English a higher self or intuition. So what he was telling people was that we should all, as people, to find our higher self, to find our true nature, to find our intuition and be connected. Because the deer in Wicho cosmology is the, is you might say, the the animal spirit or the the helper of all the human beings. So according to Wicho cosmology, we all have a dear heart. Mm. Each one of us has, because we all have a higher self, we all have intuition, so we're all connected to our hearts. And through our heart, we try to connect to the world. And the, the deer is that symbol which helps to connect us. And if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, all over the world, there have been deer rock paintings and deer symbols and not just the Weichos, but many, many tribes have honored the deer as a sacred ancestor. So for the Weichos, the deer is like a cultural hero who was trained as a shaman by, you might say, the gods, by the mm -hmm. goddesses. And then after they trained the deer, they said, where can we put this knowledge? And they decided in the hearts of a human being. So, in other words, we all have that deal heart. And so he, Donald Zay, was saying, remember to tell your people to to be connected to their hearts. Because the Wicho way of shamanism is the way of the heart. Trying to see, feel, experience your world and your environment with your heart as well as with your, your eyes. Mm -hmm. And it is so important to do that. I mean, it is the heart that, that does lead us. And that's what you're going to cover this weekend in the, in the workshop. Yes. How to different exercises, how to work with your heart, how to, just what I just said, how to feel with your heart, how to hear with your heart, see with your heart. Because for the, for, in our tradition of shamanism, you see not only with your eyes. And you want to feel the great spirit or the creator mm -hmm. in your heart. You know, there, you and I were talking during the break, and we were talking about this idea of intuition and how we can be totally closed off. I mean, it's not that we don't have the messenger inside us. It's not that we don't have, you know, signs or, and signals about, you know, what it is we are to do. We hear so often in our culture that people don't feel like they have a purpose. They don't feel like they have a direction. And, uh, you know, and I know for you, the paying attention to those signals is really important and you also had a personal experience with that as well I did you mean what I was talking about with 9-11 yeah 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 I was back in in New York and we were supposed to take my son who's now 17 we were going to take him to his first Broadway show in the Lion King we thought it's very shamanic with the different animals and so forth and so we had tickets that a family relative had 
had bought for us, and we were going to go. And then the night before, I had a dream where the deer told me to go home. And the deer didn't tell me why, but he just said, go home. And so we were all kind of disappointed because we were excited to go to the show. And and we went home, and then sure enough, in the morning we found out that the plane we were supposed to be on was one mm. of the planes that crashed at 9-11. Mm. We were supposed to be on the one that left Newark, New Jersey, that went down in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So what I like to share with people was even... You know, all my years of training and teaching and experience still, you know, was, wasn't was easy for me just to go home. You know, I thought, well, maybe maybe this dream isn't real or something like that. We do that and, a lot. And, of course, I, you know, I knew that I was just trying to make up an excuse. So we went, we went home, and it just shows, you know, if I hadn't listened, if I hadn't, you know, gone home, that I wouldn't be here now. And it's important. What that brings up is the is the idea of trust or faith in the Creator or faith in the in our our world, in our ancestors guiding us, and we have to be open for that. You know, you're talking about something that is extremely difficult for people because we get faced with decisions every day where we have to choose between hearing that you know that inner voice hearing the you know the deer speak yeah. to us or what is in front of us going to see the lion king i mean I, that's one example but i'm i'm what i'm trying to say is that we get faced with these kinds of decisions every day Many times a day, and yet we cannot find a way to trust that voice. So the work that you do is help people not just hear the voice, but know what to do when you do, when you do hear the voice. Mm-hmm. What has been the most significant teaching that you have learned from the Wicho, from Don Jose? I think it is just what we're talking about, to have belief in the world of nature and to have faith no matter what because that is hard for people you know especially in the modern world when you know like when we see around us uh sickness or when we see uh wars or people good people getting sick and and for some people they think well how can there be a god how can there be a creator or a great spirit when all these things are happening around us and for the for me anyway, what I learned with the Weechos is to have faith in the world of nature no matter what. To have belief in what we call the ancient ones. No matter what is going on around us, we have to have faith that that we are on a good path and that we have to just keep going forward as much as we can and also to believe faith when I say faith or belief in in our world, I mean faith in the power of the sunrise. When you look at a sunrise and the brilliant colors and the sun bursting through the clouds and and all of that, to really feel like you are a part of that uh, act of freedom, you might say, that the sun exhibits every morning during sunrise. Or when the sun goes down and you watch the beautiful colors, 
to really believe how powerful these mm-hmm. colors are for for our soul. You know, we say colors are good medicine for the soul. And so that's all part of that. And this is, I think, what I learned by being with the we chose all these years. Well, you know, I know you've said that, you know, every day that there is a sunrise, there is a sunset. As a matter of fact, I mentioned... No matter what. Even no matter if you're what. in Seattle, That's you're in the New deal. York, you're in Weichel land, there's always this world of nature around us. We all breathe the sacred air. And the air is part of what we say, the breath of life. With I always joke at the workshops, we're all breathitarians. <laughs> and so we're all breathing that air and we should feel empowered with the breath of life. And, and I teach different exercises how to do this that I learned during my, you know, my own 12-year apprenticeship with Don Jose in Mexico. He gave me many different tools for transformation that I try to help people with as well here in the modern world. And I'll be doing that uh, this weekend, bringing it to the community in Seattle. Yeah, and you know, I want to make sure that everybody knows that it is this weekend, and it is this weekend's workshop. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, a very, very special event for for many of us that have studied the different traditions. We we absolutely understand the importance. I definitely understand the importance of uh, you know paying attention to the four directions. I mean, I think that uh, Don Jose uh, used to say that's your spiritual address: the four directions. Always. Right. Know where you are. I made the mistake of not paying attention one time out in the desert. That is not a good thing. (laughs) No, you used to say everyone knows, you know, their telephone number and their mailing address. You used to say everyone should know where the sun rises and where the sun sets. When I finished my apprenticeship, I brought him up probably about 15 times to America. At first, he announced, he wanted to come up and announce that he was leaving me in this place to help carry on the tradition of shamanism for the Weichos. And so he he came up with me a number of times, and and then he, he would always emphasize that to people. He would say, know your spiritual address. Know when you go to sleep where, what direction you're facing or where the sun rises, where the sun sets so you know where you are and so that you don't feel lost on this beautiful altar of Mother Earth. And So these are important things, what you were speaking about. Well, you're going to give people a lot of tools for transformation this weekend, and we're thrilled. I hope to, so. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. I mean, I, I really can't emphasize enough um, what I've learned, and and, uh, and and you and I talked about it during the break with a mutual friend, someone that we both knew. Small world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and she did teach me as as you honor the, the three ceremonies you do each day, and that is you greet the sunrise, right, and you honor the sunset, but I think that there's something that's more difficult to talk about, and I have never been able to talk about it. And and in the third is to tell your dreams to the fire. Yes, that's something that we try to do each day to tell our dreams to Grandfather Fire to purify. And so these are this one exercise that we do, and so I'll be sharing that with people at the program this weekend because that's important. We spend so much of our life sleeping and dreaming and so it's important to work with that energy and to use it so we can make our waking life more powerful and to connect our 
waking world here that we're in for quite a long period each day and connect that with our sleeping world. And so that's the exercise that we teach that people can do every day, even if it's just for a few minutes before they go off to work or before they have to deal with their responsibilities that they might have as a parent or whatever. Yes, we're not talking, you know, a, a huge amount of time. And no. quite frankly, you know, this is a time to really, you know, step step forth, really, and honor not just the planet, but who we are and the gift right. that we have been given. Right. And, you know, people also, I like to remind them that, you know, that we chose are just normal people just like us. So they, too, they can't spend, you know long periods of time doing certain things, they also have to go to the cornfield or they have to go and gather water or they have to go and, you know, create art crafts from their visions or their dreams. So, you know, they also have to, they're also busy like us. And, you know, during my apprenticeship, I had a lot of time. You know, I could go out all day and look at the colors in the environment. Now people are lucky, you know, to find a few minutes to do things like that. But I also teach that those kinds of things as well. And so I, I'm giving people tools to use and then how long they want to um, give the different exercises is up to the individual person. You know, it's really funny you mentioned that because someone mentioned to me the other day, in, you know, they knew that you were coming on the show. And they said to me, you know... How did you ever have the time to go out into the desert for a month to go? You know what I'm saying? You know, they, so they look at your life right now and they think, how did she ever do that? Well, right. because that was then and this was now. Yep. And, yep. and then, you know, that was for me, that was a very important part of my journey. A very important part. And had I not taken that time to experience what I experienced with a, with a very, very amazing woman, I don't know that I would have had the tools, as you say, to know that when the voice came to me about the radio, that that was something that was mine to do. Mm-hmm. It all works its way in. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be back with Brant Segunda. We're going to be talking about beautiful, beautiful art and what you're going to be seeing this weekend in the workshop. Stay tuned. I'm Dr. Pat right here, 11 to noon, Monday through Friday. And... Well, Mr. Benny, of course. Oh, there he is. I'm behind the scenes. I'm doing the thing. Brant Segunda. (laughs) We'll be right back. a calendar to a soldier in Iraq. Susan McKeith created a drive through Puget Sound Espresso Stands 2006 calendar. All of the proceeds, all of the proceeds are being donated to Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. You can also donate a coffee-flavored taste of home and send one to a soldier serving in Iraq so they can count down the days until they return home. To do this, call 1-800-578-3674. That's 1-800-578-3674. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul, but right now I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show. 
because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. In today's climate of escalating religious tension, an increasing number of Americans consider themselves spiritual but not religious. But where is a spiritual seeker to turn if not to a church, mosque, or temple? An answer and many new questions lie in the award-winning book, God Without Religion, by ascetic and mystic Shankara Sharanam. God Without Religion offers a groundbreaking bridge between organized religion and personal spirituality. For more information about Shankara and God Without Religion, please visit the website, godwithoutreligion.com. That's godwithoutreligion.com. More choices, more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with my very special guest today, Brant Secunda. And Brant is a shaman, healer, and ceremonial le leader in the Huichol Indian tradition of Mexico. Studied 12 years uh, apprenticeship with Don Jose Matsua, and, you know, who was, by the way, a renowned shaman. Many, many things to talk about, but I really want to make sure that you all know about the event that's coming up this weekend. And if you are interested, for those of you that are interested in attending, uh, you just let everyone know and you'll receive a 10% discount. To tell them that you're one of our listeners and you will get that discount. And I wanted to just let you know that you can email uh, info, info at shamanism.com for more information. That's info at shamanism.com. Com, or you can call 831-475-9560, 831-475-9560, that's this weekend, and you've got a very special slideshow that you're, you're going to be um, uh, revealing uh, for, for people, Brant. A slideshow? Yeah. Yes, uh-huh, as part of it on the opening evening, we'll be showing slides of we chose in Mexico and are many great shamans. We'll have both my we chose grandmother and grandfather who have just, well, Don Jose for just recently passed away about four years ago. And Don Jose will have slideshows of them and then of 
some of the great shamans who are still living there in Mexico, and then we'll show some of the pilgrimages, and then also have some slideshows of incredible visionary art that the Weechols have created, and we'll also have an exhibition of Weechol art that I think is one of the most beautiful that you can see now. Um, the Smithsonian has a permanent show of Weechol art, and some of which they they got from us, but we'll be showing some of the most beautiful yarn paintings and and different art creations of the Weechols at the workshop. We'll have like a an exhibition set up there. Oh, it's it's beautiful, beautiful art, um, and um, all visionary art, all created from visions and dreams. So right, that's part of the, I guess you might say the the tradition or the religious law that you have to have a dream first, then you create it from your dream. And so you know, it's also then considered a prayer, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yes, and it's a way to bring the visions alive. So it's a little bit like an Eastern tradition with the yantras or the or the um, different mandala paintings, and that what's represented in the art becomes alive through that medium of the art. So, for instance, when you see a deer or when you see an eagle, we say it's not just a symbol for that deer or eagle, but rather it is truly part of that deer spirit or part of that eagle spirit that. That helps us. And so that's why the art is such an important part. And so we'll be, we'll be doing some, some things ourselves there. Not drawing art, but different shamanic art I'll be explaining that people can do when they go home as well. I try to teach a lot of stuff that people can use when they go home so they can carry on uh, what they've learned at home with their, you know, with them with their family and so forth. Um, the art is absolutely beautiful. And, and you have the, some of the pieces are on display now. Uh, didn't I, I thought you said that, they, that some of the pieces are on display at Fred Hutch. Is that true? Yeah, yeah they're at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center right there in Seattle. They have a permanent display, and that's right in downtown Seattle. I'm not sure of the address, but I know people can find it. You know... I want to ask you as we, we close this segment out, um, what, is, what is the human responsibility here? What is our responsibility? Well, that's a good question. But I think part of our responsibility is just to find our own power, find our own true nature, our own knowledge and wisdom that we carry inside of us and to really become spiritual people ourselves. You know, that's the first part, really, is to see that, you know, we have a responsibility as human beings to not just waste our life, but to give everything to finding our spiritual self, to finding our connection to the Creator, to the Four Seasons, to the gods. And that was why, for me, you know, when you were asking about, or you were speaking about, the time, you know, I, you know, took 12 years of my life to go and do, you know, many vision quests or to do many different things there in Mexico because I thought, well, what else is there to do? 
you know, what else is there to do but to to give myself to this tradition. So I think for people, you know, it's it's important to live in the modern world because that's where we are. There's no getting away from that. But I think it's also important for us to to find our connection to to the Creator, to find our connection to Mother Earth, to the sun, to the ocean. These are all what we would call living beings, uh, ancestors that can empower us. And then with the power that we get, hopefully we can empower our families, our loved ones, and then like a circle, give back to Mother Earth and do things to empower the Earth. And that's also what I will be teaching this weekend, what we as human beings can do to give back to Mother Earth, to empower the waters, to empower, and Seattle is so much uh, connected to the water. You know, this is just beautiful there. I love Seattle. Yeah. And how you connect with the mountains, like Mount Rainier, which is visible from Seattle, which is, you know, such a powerful ancestor that's connected to Seattle. So we'll be doing ceremony to connect with Mount Rainier, to connect with with the waters. And these are all things that I think we have to do as human beings. We can't just get caught and think that our responsibility is to sit in front of a, you know, a computer all day. I mean, that's great, too, but also I think we have to really remember our purpose. I don't know if that explains it, but yeah, part it, of it, anyway. it is because I'll tell you, it is very easy for uh, many, many people to forget. You know, and we then do become our compute, our laptops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we then become our radio shows. We then become, <laughs> you know, uh, right, our, our CPA certificate and so forth and so on. Which and, is important. I mean, that's one part of us has to you know, support ourselves. Absolutely. But at the other hand, it's good to not to forget also the other side. And that's what I love about the Weechel tradition. Not only that, but they love to laugh and to be really to have a happy heart. They say this is such an important part of healing and and to smile. You know, you know that when you go visit someone in a hospital or a nursing home or Wherever if someone's feeling down, you know, if you make them smile or laugh, that's such a healing for the people. So these are all things that I think are important, and I try to share with people at the at the different workshops and programs that we do. Wow! Thank you so much, Brand. Thank you so much for joining us today, and thank My you pleasure. so much for taking this powerful message out into the world and for letting folks know. We're going to be reminding everyone about the workshop throughout the week. So, thank and you. we've been doing that as well. We've been playing a radio spot to remind people. Uh, thank you Great. so much, and I look forward to when you're going to come to Seattle to do the Mount Rainier trip. Great, great. They can always find us on shamanism.com I guess that's a it is. website and it's ironic because I'm one of the last people left in America that's computer illiterate <laughs> but somehow one of my students got us that, that uh, website so people can find us there and see what we're doing
They did a great job, whoever that student was. It's so funny you talk about that because I went, Sidonia and I went round and round when, uh, when she was here about that. But you know what? There are people that can help you do that. You're out in the world helping so many of us, and I want to thank you very, very much. Oh, thank thank you. you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Brant Segunda. Don't forget shamanism.com. Wow. You know, another... It's amazing. It, you know, we were talking, Brant and I were talking about knowing the, the, the same people. The woman that I studied with, Sedonia Cahill, actually uh, was one of his uh, students. And so, you know, we've come full circle around this. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little hungry for the tradition right now, Benny. You want to take I'm your own little, little month off? And, um, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'll be okay. You know, okay. Brant mentioned that he's going up into a high mountain in Mexico. Ago, mm. I may have to give him a call and see when he's planning to do that. We'll have a lot of encore presentations around here. Or you can yep. do a remote from there. No. <laughs> Let me tell you, I could probably do a remote without any electronic equipment That's from there. That's probably true. Absolutely. Again, I want to mention we've got another powerhouse lineup for you this week. Now, don't forget my Voice America show has switched to Tuesday mornings and we have a great show for you tomorrow, 7 a.m. with best-selling author, Dr. Rianne Eisler, best-selling author of The Chalice and the Blade. And we're going to be talking about that book. And by the way, just in case you didn't know, that the book, The Da Vinci Code, and uh, the author, Dan Brown, used The Chalice and the Blade and the phenomenal research that Dr. Eisler did 20 years ago in the book, The Da Vinci Code, which is kind of interesting. And, and he gives her credit. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, again, 7 p.m. And don't forget, archives up on the site. And then Tuesday, we'll have in the studio uh, Vinay, and we'll be talking about the second segment of, uh, of the show that we have planned for you and the teachings of Swamiji. So that'll be on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we've got a two-parter, God Without Religion, Shankara Sharanam, uh, along with, and uh, of course, Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be talking about changes in the body. And then Thursday, we're bringing the team in to talk about the upcoming sacred activism conference coming to seattle in may so we're going to have a bunch of folks here in the studio with us to talk about that and we'll be telling you and sharing all of the people that are going to be part of that conference and then friday stephanie Durham, she's back with kimberly danielson who won this amazing uh series with stephanie fabulous coaching sacred contract all of that and you will be blown away about uh, learning about the progress that Kimberly has made. I'm Dr. Pat. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Make yourselves a great day and many blessings to you on your shamanic journey. joining us today for the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by the dr pat show can be heard live monday through friday at 11 a.m on kknw am 1150 and every thursday at 8 a.m and 8 p.m pacific on VoiceAmerica.com. so join dr pat live or listen 24 7 at www.thedrpatshow.com views expressed on the preceding